Welcome to the Redeem Evangelical Mission Tram Atlanta. This is a place where we gather together in quality praise and worship of the true and living God. Equipped with the world of God for growth and fellowship with one another. God bless you as you listen to this message. We ask that no man, no woman, no boy, no girl, and the son of my voice, we walk out the same way. We ask us your word to heal, to deliver, to establish, to strengthen in the name of Jesus. I ask you to take your place and encounter each and every one. We bless and honor you with eternal glory and praise to you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. We welcome and receive all our friends from across the globe, wherever you are. The presence of God in the house is reaching you in the name of Jesus. Your life will not be the same in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, if it concerns you, it concerns God. For you belong to him as his precious beloved son. You are his prayer, his possession, and choice inheritance. You are his prized possession and choice inheritance. That's who you are. We've been dealing on don't do not worry. We asked a question last Sunday. Why should I not worry? Why should I not worry? Where was the first answer we gave last Sunday was that you shouldn't you should not worry because whatever you're going through is not permanent. It has an expiring date. And anything you are going through, before it comes to you, God has taken away whatever it will, uh, the enemy intends to destroy you. It, he has removed the destructive enemy. Praise God. Let's go to our text. Our text, Luke chapter 12, 22 through 32. New King James Version of the Bible, please. Luke chapter 12. 22 through 32, New King James Version. Thank you. Then he said to his disciples, Therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which have neither storehouse nor burn, and God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his statue? If you then are not able to do the least, why are you anxious for the rest? Consider the ladies, how they grow, they neither toy nor spin. And yet, I say to you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Then God, if then God so clothed the grass, which today is in the field, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. 
For all these things the nations of the world seek after. And your father knows that you have need. That you need these things. But seek the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be added to you. 32 and the last verse. Do not fear little flock. For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. In this text... Jesus, these are the words from the lips of Jesus. Not any of the apostles. He's showing us how to see this life. Don't worry. Don't be anxious. Praise God. Your father knows you have need of this. It is his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Even the hairs on your head are numbered. Praise God. It is accounted, numbered, which means every hair has a number. And he knows where number 250,000 is placed. Praise God. Can you give me Philippians 4, 6 to 7, New Living Translation. Philippians 4, 6 to 7. We are saying, why should I not be worried. Philippians 4, 6-7. Don't worry about anything. Somebody said, don't worry about anything. Anything means what? Anything. The bill is piling to be paid. Don't worry. You have to pay the school fees. You have to pay the rent. Don't worry. Praise God. God's price is rising. Don't worry. We need food on our table. Don't worry. Don't worry about anything. You can pause and think over this. We talk about meditation this morning in the Sunday school class. If you can meditate on this, the robustness of this world will explode in your spirit and create great confidence in you. Because it will now reveal to you the true nature and character of God you call your father. That he cares for you. He cares for you. He cares about every detail of your life. We just read in Luke 12. That even the hairs of your head are numbered. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. We talk about prayer this morning, right? Take it to God. Communicate. Put it in his hand. When you put it in God's hand, put it before God. Give it to him. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Take that care, take that trouble, take that need to him. He knows how to handle it. He is well able to fix it. Praise God. Pray about everything. Everything means what? Everything. Don't say, oh, this is too small for God to handle. And yet, he's keeping you awake, awake at night. If you can fix it by yourself... That you are God. That's what we said. If it concerns you, 
it concerns God. You have to know it. If it concerns you, it concerns God. For you belong to him as his precious beloved son. You are his prized possession and choice inheritance. That's who you are. The children we have at home, they come to you us for everything, right? The same way God expects us to deal and relate with him. Tell God, pray about everything. Tell God about, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Tell him what you need and thank him for all he has done. That, like as we started this morning, by thanking him for preserving and keeping us from January through March and has brought us into April. Develop a heart of gratitude every day. If you're able to drink water, thank God for it because there are people that don't have water to drink. Something happened uh, on Friday. Came back from office. My wife came back from work. Went to break my fast. And she told me, honey, please forgive me for just gathering different things to give you to eat. I looked straight to her face and I said, honey, I wear, I'm grateful to God for his provision. There are people that don't have this. She said, because she just came back from work. I said, Tire, I could not get some proper meat. I said, this is proper. If I mention what he says, it's not proper. You understand, you know. I said, I'm grateful to go for provision. There are people that don't have this. That should be our mindset. That should be our mindset. There are people that don't have what we have. You are grateful. And because we are grateful, then you are empowering God to do more. Because God inhabits the praises of his people. Glory to God. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. I'm not done yet. Don't worry about every, anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Next. Then you will experience God's peace. Do you see that? The devil's purpose for mounting that pressure on you, for bringing that circumstance across your way, that trial is to steal your peace. Are you hearing me? To steal your peace. Make you to accuse God. But if you do what we are reading, you will disarm the devil, then you will enjoy the peace of God. Praise God. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard, protect, garrison, secure your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus, not outside Jesus. Because outside Jesus, you are not saved, you are not secured. 
We just read this morning, Isaiah 60 verse 2, right? Out there, gross darkness, total darkness. It's not going to get better there. The world is going deeper and deeper into destruction because this world has not been redeemed. It has not been saved. And that's why if you don't understand, you will not be saying, but I am a child of God. Yes. John chapter 17, we read on, 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 on Wednesday during the Bible studies. He said, they are in the world, they are not of the world. Right? He said, I didn't say you should take them away from the world, but I asked you to protect and deliver them from the evil one. The world is not yet saved. The world is not yet redeemed. After the rapture, this world will be consumed and destroyed. Holy Spirit, thank you. Just a minute. After the rapture, everything you are seeing is going to be consumed. Burnt with fire and heat. So, that is why your mind Okay. Can you give me Second Peter chapter three? Second Peter chapter three. Let's read. Second Peter chapter three from verse one. I'm reading New King James from Second Peter chapter three. New Living Trans. No, give me, give me. Uh, King James Version or New King James Version? King, New King James, okay. Beloved, I now write to you this second episode in both of which I stir up your pure minds by way of reminder. By way of reminder because of what he has spoken to them and told them before. You understand what I'm saying? By way of reminder that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. These are the warning we have given to you. Knowing this force, that scoffers will come in the last days, walking according to their own laws, scoffers, mockers of God, and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this, they willfully forget that by the word of God, the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of water and in the water, by which the world that then existed perished, being flooded with water. Seven. But the heavens and the earth which are now preserved, the heaven and the earth, the present heaven and earth, because our first five to six was talking about the earth that existed 
during the Noah time, after which was destroyed by flood, right? Then the new earth, which we now enjoying. This what we are seeing now is what has been existence from the flood. After the cleansing of, of the flood. But the heavens and the earth which are now preserved by the same word are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. All this earth and whatever you are seeing, he say, is preserved and reserved for fire. But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the, with the Lord, one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Yes? Nine. God is communicating something to us this morning. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Hear me. You might be saying, oh, when is this going to happen? Like Gideon said, where were the promises? When you have been fasting and praying, stay at it. Keep praying. Keep believing. Keep trusting. Keep Seven, keep being faithful. For you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Galatians 6, 9. For in due season we will reap if we faint not. There's a due season. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some count slackness. But it's long suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should be saved and come to repentance. King James Version said that all should be saved and come to repentance. Right? Okay. Go to 10. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burnt up. 11 and 12. Will be burnt up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of, of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, and what manner of persons ought you to be in holy conduct and godliness? Looking for and hastening the coming of the day of God because of the way of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements would melt with fervent heat. 13 and the last verse. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look forward, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. The earth as it is today. Everything we are seeing is reserved for fire. Everything, all the real estates of the world, everything. Maybe I will revisit that message. You know, I preached this message some time ago that many people are building for fire. There are many people today in the church that are building for fire. They are not building for, for the kingdom of God. Because Jesus said, lay up not tra tra your treasure on earth, 
where the the wrath, the moth, the thief, we got steal them, destroy them, right? For where your treasure is, there your heart is. He said, but lay your treasures in heaven, where the wrath, the moth cannot destroy, where thieves cannot reach. But how many people are laying their treasure in heaven? The reason why today many Christians are not heaven bound because where your treasure is, there your heart is. You press somebody in the church that have been in the church for 10 years, 20 years. He's telling you about all the investments you want to make, the real estate, and there's no plan about the kingdom of God. My dad, Bishop Mike, always say, give me your shell book. I will show you where your heart is. Everything we are seeing today as it is, from the United States to the entire Europe, to UK, to Asia, to Australia, to Africa, everything and all the islands of the sea will be consumed by fire. He said, since all these things will shall be, what manner of person ought you to be in your holy conduct? Here is wisdom. Where are you investing? Earth or heaven? If your investment is here on earth, you see the end of it. That if you are investing in heaven, you are wise and smart. It is everlasting. How do you invest in heaven? Your investment, reaching souls, sponsoring the work of God, sending missionaries, sending out those evangelists that are out there preaching the gospel, sending, investing in the kingdom of God for God's world to spread all over the nations of the world. Praise God. I pray every Sunday before I come here. God is speaking to us this morning. Where is your heart? Where is your mind? Where are your thoughts? For where your treasure is, there your heart is. Are you heaven conscious? Or at conscious. Because everything around us is pointing to the earth and not to heaven. The job is about the earth, not about heaven. The Bible says men who have turned the world upside down have come in our midst. How did they turn? Because they go against the current. They are totally consumed with heaven. Praise God. And by the kingdom. So he said, why should I not worry? We said last Sunday, whatever you are going through is temporary. It's not permanent. Today people are carried away. They are anxious of their needs, of their problems. He said, take it to the Lord. Don't, be, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Praise God. 
Today, what number two, why am I not supposed to be worried? Why should I not worry? Because you are valuable to God. You belong to God. You are his son. You are his daughter. Remember we said, if it concerns you, it concerns God. For you belong to him as his precious beloved son. You are his prized possession and choice inheritance. You are his prized possession and choice inheritance. You cost God his life. The Bible told us in the book of Acts chapter 20. He said, the church of God whom he purchased with his blood. Whom he purchased with his blood. You cost God his life. Second Corinthians 5 says, God was in Christ Jesus reconciling man back to himself. So if Jesus died for you, God died for you. That's how important you are. You are valuable to God. Look at that Matthew chapter 10, 29 through 31. Matthew 10, 22, the Amplified Classic says, Are not two little sparrows sold for a penny? And yet not one of them will fall to the ground without your father's love, leave, your father's leave or consent. And notice, no sparrow can fall without the permit of your father. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do you see that? He cares so much to the detail, to the minutest detail of your life. Even you that is anxious, you that is worrying, did you even care about the head that fall off your head? Yeah? But God cares to that detail. You see how important you are to God. He said, fear not then. You are of more value than any, than many sparrows. If God could care for the sparrows, the birds, you are more valuable. Praise God. Look at the how message translation wrote that. Says, talk about this, John 10, 29 to 31. What is the price of a pet canary? Some loose change, right? And God cares what happens to it even more than you do. He pays even greater attention to you than to the last detail. Down to the last detail. I beg your pardon. He pays even greater attention to you down to the last detail. Even numbering the hairs on your head. If God could number the hairs on your head, not count, number, each one has a number and a placement. So how dare you think he don't care for you? So don't be intimidated by all this bully talk. You are, you are worth more than a million canaries. You are more than. Look at Isaiah Isaiah 43, 1, Isaiah 43, give me Isaiah 43, 1 to 7, New King James Version, please. Isaiah 43, 1 to 7. 
You said that you are more valuable to God. But now, thus says the Lord that created thee, O Fred, O Emusa, put your name there. And he that formed thee, O Trem, Atlanta, God's embassy's manner. Fear not. Someone will say, fear not. For I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. You belong to God. Somebody say, I belong to God. You belong to God. You are valuable to God. You are precious to him. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burnt. But neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Next. When you walk through, you say, pass through. You say, walking through. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom. And Ethiopia, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. I gave men for your sake. I gave nations. When the, that is talking about, it's talking about peoples, nations, kingdoms for you. That's how important, that's how valuable you are to God. He will do everything necessary. Everything required to secure you. Just pause and think about it. It says you are the apple of my own eyes. Anything that touches you, touch me. That's how dangerously dangerous you are. If God can go that length for you, what is your mortgage that he cannot pay? What is that need he cannot meet? Romans chapter 8 verse 32. If God could give you Jesus, what can he not give to you? For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable and have loved thee. Therefore, I will give men for thee and people for thy life. Do you see that? You are honored. You are honored. God has honored you. Whatever man says have no place in your life. You understand what I'm saying? Because God has honored you. So I'm honored by God. I am precious to God. Look at it. He said you are precious to him. So if you are precious to God, I'm honored by God. No man, not even the president of the United States can devalue you. I hear what I'm saying. You have to know this, understand this truth, and function in this light. Praise God. God has given men for thee. Verse, give me verse 5. Fear not, for I, how do you, can you see how many fear not? Because fear is as a result of worry. You are afraid of the unknown. I hear me. When you say fear, no, he's saying that you doubt you have no room. You have no need to worry. Fear is a product of the worry. Fear not. How many fear not in this scripture? Fear not for I am with thee. You're never alone. Matthew 28, 20. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. 
Always means what? Always. Whether you know it or not, he is there. Glory to God. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Nothing that belongs to you can be withholding from you. Because you belong to God. He will cause a release. He will cause a restoration. Praise God. The next reason why you should not worry. You say, cast all your cares for him. Because God cares for you. He cares for you affectionately. He cares for you affectionately. Not just a little care. He thinks of you every day, every moment. I hear me. Your, his heart is filled with you. you. He's thinking about you every day. Now, let's push speed. First Peter 5, 7. I'm reading from the Amplified. Casting the whole of your care, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and cares about you watchfully. Hear me, you under the sound of my voice. God cares for you affectionately. God cares for you watchfully. He is thinking about you. How? To do you good. To do you good. To do you good. Just to do you good. Amen? To do you good. That's why you should not worry. You take that problem to him. Take that need to him. Psalm 40, 17. Look, look at the advice of, of, of David. He said, but I am poor and needy. Poor and needy. Isaiah told us, he said, oh, you ate, you ate, you worm. Can you be as weak as worm? Now, the lowest you can go is you are poor and needy. You know what I'm saying? In your lowest state, look at David, he said, yet the Lord thinks upon me. He thinks in my lowest state. Where no man, even your friends, will walk away from you. Because that's man. When you have it, you have a lot of friends. Right? People will be praising you and saying good things about you because you have it. But when it's all gone, you know the heart of man. Even your brothers, blood brothers, will walk away. Distance themselves from you. But not God. He said, I'm poor and needy, yet... The Lord thinks about me. He thinks upon me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, oh my God. This God is your helper. This God is your deliverer. And that's what Paul told us in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 to 16. He said, we have a high priest. I hear me. We have a high priest. Glory to God. That thinks of us. Give me that Hebrew 4, 14 to 16. Jesus, feel what you are feeling. He sat what you sat. Glory to God. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens. Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Don't let the enemy take your confession of faith. Your trust in God, your dependence on God, your reliance on God. 
For faithful is he that promise that will do it. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. He's, do you see that? He, he has passed through what, whatever you are going through. He experienced it. So that's why he's able to take care of us. Praise God, verse 16. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace to obtain grace for to, that we may obtain mercy and find grace for help in time of need. Don't run away from God. Run to him. Don't run away. Run to him. Run to the throne of grace where you can have help. Praise God. First Corinthians chapter 10, 13 told us that whatever you are going through, somebody else has gone through it. And God, because God is faithful, he will not allow you to, to, to whatever the temptation you cannot carry to come near you. He will, through the temptation, make a way of escape. I told you that if God permits you, know that that thing cannot harm you, cannot destroy you. He has taken, he has filtered it, removed all the destructive elements. Praise God. You also know why you should not worry. Because you have, he has overcome the world and conquered the world for you. He has overcome the world. Somebody say, he has overcome and conquered the world. So, since he has overcome and conquered, what do I do? I have to trust him and enjoy his peace. I hear me. Trust him and enjoy his peace. No room for worry. As John 16, 33, Amplified Classic, I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. And in the world you have tribulation and trials and distress and frustrations. But be of good cheers. Take courage. Be confident, certain, undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you. Do you see that? I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. He has conquered the world for you. Praise God. That is why you should not be worried. Praise God. You shouldn't. You don't worry. Glory to God. Somebody say, don't worry. He has conquered the world for us. Praise God. Look at Isaiah 26. There it is five. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Your job and my job is to trust him. Are you hearing me? Because he conquered the world. For in Jehovah, Yah, Jehovah, for in Yah, the Lord is everlasting strength. Keep in perfect peace. Why? Because John chapter 14 verse 27, he said, My peace I give unto you, not as a wall. Give her, give I unto you. Embrace the peace of God. That's why you should not worry. Recognize who you are. You belong to God. You are very important to God. You are precious to God. He will go any length to take care of you. Praise God. He will go any length. 
And the righteous cannot be forsaken or abandoned. Praise God. You cannot be abandoned. You are the righteous. The day you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you receive the gift of righteousness. Praise God. You are righteous because of Jesus, not because of what you have done. Are you hearing me? Righteousness is a gift. When you receive Jesus, you receive the gift of righteousness. So you are righteous. Don't be afraid to tell, to declare that you are righteous. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What, do you, what does it mean to be righteous? You have a right standing with God. Before Jesus, you could not approach God. But with Jesus, you can go to his bedroom. You are his son. Does any child, member of the family, take permission to, to come to your bedroom? To come to the living room? Huh? Do you? Mr. President, you go to the bedroom, right? You see mom and dad. You go to enter any room you want to. All you need to do is knock. The knocking is in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me? You go, we go to the father, we knock. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, the door is open. He say, yes, son, what do you want? Fred, what do you want? What's your need? He said, tell it to God. Praise God. Amen. So know the righteous, because you are the righteous, you cannot be abandoned, you cannot be forsaken. That's why you should not worry. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We read in Isaiah, if you pass through the water, I am there with you. Through the fire, I am there. It will not burn you. Even the smoke will not be on your body. Nobody will smell the smoke on you. That's awesome. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? When they throw them into fire. Right? God's word fulfilled. Remember Daniel when they throw him to the lion? God's word. Was the lion able to consume him? But what happened for you to know that those lions are not um, mannequins? They are not sculptures. Those lions were real. The people that accused Daniel, what happened? When they threw them into the same tin of lion, what happened? The Bible said before they landed, the lion made mastery of them. Even their bones were cracked. Ah, any evil the enemy packaged for you, they will be destroyed and consume the enemy. In the name of Jesus. Know that the righteous, you are the righteous, cannot be forsaken. You cannot be abandoned, no matter what. No matter what. I always tell us in this house that no matter what, a son cannot be a servant. You cannot be abandoned. Somebody say, I cannot be abandoned. Quickly, let's, I want to just finish this today and I don't want to come back to this next Sunday. Psalm 34, verse, verses 4 to 5. Let me read quickly. From New King James Version. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Do you see that? All my fears. That's why you should not worry. They looked to him and were radiant 
and their faces were not ashamed. Do you see that? The angel of the Lord, verse 7, encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, test and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. There is no want to those who fear him. The Lord, the fear, there is reverence. Not you're afraid that he wants to leave, you know, hit you with hammer. No. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those, I'm reading Psalm 34 verse 10 now. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Verse 15. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. And the easy ears are open to their cry. Do you, sir? You cannot be abandoned. Somebody said, I cannot be abandoned. I cannot be forsaken. Psalm 37, verse 18 and 19. The Lord knows the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. Do you see that? In the days of famine, you shall, we shall be satisfied. I've been young, and now I'm old. Yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants begging bread. The righteous can never beg, can never be abandoned. Look at Job chapter 5, verse 19 through 26. He shall deliver you in sick troubles. Because even though the righteous fall seven times, he shall what? Rise again. He shall deliver you in sick troubles. Yes, in seven, no evil shall touch you. Someone said, no evil shall touch me. In famine, he shall redeem you from death. And in war, from the power of the sword. Glory to God. And that is why I know, no matter what is happening around, let them carry AK-47 around everywhere. No evil shall befall us. No evil shall befall us. No arrow, no sword shall touch us. In the name of Jesus. You, sh- you said you shall be hidden from the scourge of the tongue. And you shall not be afraid of destruction when it comes. Glory to God. Somebody say, I'm the righteous. I cannot be abandoned. I cannot be forsaken. Verse 22 of Job chapter 5. You shall laugh at destruction and famine. Do you see that? You shall laugh at destruction and famine. And you shall not be afraid of the beasts of the earth. For you shall have a covenant with the stones of the field. And the beasts of the field shall be at peace with you. Glory to God. The righteous shall not be forsaken. Genesis, uh, Isaiah 26, 3-4. You will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts you. Trust in the Lord. Oh, I've read that. Trust in the Lord. Praise God. Now, the last one is. Verse, uh, Job 5.24. You shall know that your tent is in peace. You shall visit your dwelling and find nothing amiss. You shall also know that your descendants shall be many. And your offspring like the grass of the earth. You shall come to the grave at full age. That is why I know that nothing will cut you short. 
premature death will not touch you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. The enemy will come to you in one way and shall flee in seven ways. All the numbers of your days on earth you will fulfill. For with long life, he will satisfy you and show you his salvation. You will come to, to the end of your days in, in what? With gray head. You shall come to the grave at full age as a sheaf of grain ripe reapings in each season. Nothing will cut us short. Somebody said, nothing will cut me short. No power will cut me short. The last, I love this. Hebrews 13, 5 to 6. I'm reading this from the new, uh, from the Amplified classes. Remember, we are saying, why should I not worry? We said, whatever you are going through, it's not permanent. It has a temporary. It has an aspiring date. Whatever you're going through has an aspiring date. Why should I not worry? We say because you belong to God and you are valuable to God. You belong to him and you are valuable to God. Why should I not worry? Because he cares for you affectionately. He cares for you affectionately and very passionate. Do you know God is very passionate about you? That's why we make the declaration. Because my heavenly father, the most high God, is passionately committed to my life. And passionately committed to his purpose and cancer for my life. I cannot fail. My testimonies shall be noise abroad. It is not a religious cliche. It is the truth. And it's a revelation. God is passionate about you. God is not enduring you. Mm, mm. Well, when you grow, you will pick it up. Hear me. I hear me clearly. God is not enduring you. You know, you endure him. Oh, let's, just to fulfill our righteousness. Let me just suffer this a little while. When uh, it will pass. No. He loves you so dearly. And is passionate about you. you. He is excited about you. You give him joy. You belong to him. Are you hearing me? That's why you should not worry. You should not worry. Because the righteous cannot be abandoned or forsaken. Praise God. You should not worry because he has conquered the world for you. He has taken away and deprived it of power to harm you or hurt you. You should not worry because he has given you his peace. My peace I give to you, not as the word given, give I to you. Don't worry. Now, why should I not worry? He is a helper. He's your ever-present help in trouble. He is your ever-present help in trouble. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will not abandon you. I will not forsake you. Hebrews chapter 13 5 to 6 Let your character or moral disposition be free from love of money, including greed, avarice, lust, and craving for earthly possessions. 
and be satisfied with your present circumstances and with what you have. For he, God himself, has said. Do you see that? For he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. It is not President Joseph R. Biden Jr. of the United States that says so. God, the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth, the possessor of heaven and earth, the almighty God, the king of kings and the lord of lords, the one that put Joseph R. Biden on the throne as the president of the United States, the one that enthroned king and dethroned kings, the one that loved you that he died for you. He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Never, never, I will not in any way fail you. I will not in any way give you up. I will not in any way leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down, nor relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. Which other promise do you need that is more than this? Now, if you had such a promise, why should you be worried? Why should you fear? In view of this promise, so we take comfort and our courage and confidently and boldly say, and this should be our declaration, the Lord is my helper. Glory to God. Somebody said, the Lord is my helper. I will not cease. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not be afraid. I will not be worried. No anxiety. No depression. No distress. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can man do to me? It will be an evil to be living a life of worry after you have discovered this truth in the word of God. Hear me and hear me clearly. Whatever is against you is not up to what is with you. I hear me. What is working for us is much more than whatever is working against us. The enemy does not even have what it takes to stop a child of God, the redeemed. Do you know the power of the blood of Jesus? The power of the let hear me hear me clearly. The devil and all the forces of darkness put together, and all the hell has have no answer and solution to the blood of Jesus. They can't handle the blood, and the blood is covering you. And we drink the blood every Sunday. Kamozala. We drink the blood of Jesus every Sunday. And when that awkward guy come and say, he say he drink blood, tell him, I drink the superior blood. Your own is inferior. Glory to God. Somebody say, do not worry. Because God has it all in control. Talk to him, talk to him. Talk to him, talk to him. You are not a son of my voice. We took three weeks to deal with the issue of worry. Wherever you are, maybe you have been living a life of anxiety, 
distress, fear, depression. The solution to it is Jesus Christ. Jesus died for you. He cares for you. He loves you. He has taken care of worry, of fear. Why not receive him now? I want to pray with you. He takes it all away. He dealt with it so that you will not suffer it. He conquered the world and have deprived the world of power to harm or hurt him and has given you his peace. Why not receive him now and receive his peace? I want to pray with you. I want you to say this prayer with all your heart. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving me Jesus. Lord Jesus, I receive you today as my Lord and Savior. Come live this, come and live in me. Help me to live this life for you. Live this life through me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for taking away all my fears, all my anxieties, all my worries. And giving me your peace. In Jesus name. That is it. If you have prayed this prayer. Sincerely. With, welcome to the greatest family on earth. You are now a child of God. You now belong to God. You are God's responsibility. Now let's take you forward. I want you to go to your smartphone and your tablet. And download the Bible. The Bible is free. And make good friends with your Bible. And go to any Bible believing church. Wherever you are living. There are Bible-believing churches. There are good pastors that are preaching on the unadulterated word. Go there. Tell the pastor I sent you. And if you're here in the United States, here in the state of Georgia, here in Atlanta, I make bold to invite you to Trem Atlanta God's Embassy's Manor. We are 1611 Roswell Street. 1611 Roswell Street, Manor. Zip code 30080. Our service days are Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern. I look forward to receiving you. And I want you to go to our website, tremusa.org. Tremusa.org. Go there and listen to our podcast. Or you can go to any platform where you receive freely the podcast and search Trem Atlanta. Be blessed with the beautiful messages that will encourage and strengthen your faith. I look forward to receiving you. Remember, if it concerns you, it concerns God. For you are his beloved son. You are precious. You are his choice inheritance. You are his precious child. He loves you so dearly. God bless you. Praise God. Thank you for listening to another message. God's blessing be with you now and forever. For counseling, email trem at tremusa.org. Remain blessed.